This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. These uh, neo-Nazi groups uh, that have been added to the list of outlawed terrorist organizations by our government, Blood and Honor and Combat 18, uh, seems that there are myriad groups. I don't know how uh, we would necessarily define their membership, but let's find out from somebody who is in the know. Bernie Farber has been tracking these individuals and groups of the like. He's a chair of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, a human rights and social justice consultant and newspaper columnist. And he's joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Bernie, long time no talk. How you been? It's been a while. Nice to talk to you again, John. Well, listen, uh, Bernie, about these two groups that have been added, uh, Combat 18 and Blood and Honor, uh, deservedly so? Oh, absolutely. These are two uh, violent groups. They have been implicated in murders, uh, horrible assaults, uh, racist attacks. Um, there, there can be no doubt. I actually did some work for intelligence agencies in relation to both of these groups about two years ago. And uh, it, was, it was my opinion, even back then, that uh, these should be the first groups uh, added to the terror watch list. And interestingly, they're the first two domestic groups uh, added to the terror watch list. And that's that's uh, highly important, and it's uh, it's an issue whose time has come. But you make a very good point, uh, and it's it's a complex issue. How does one define what is a what is a hate group? How does one define what is a terror group? And uh, this is something that the government is going to have to work on. We do have laws uh, that do define hatred. That goes back, as you and I probably talked about, back in the 80s and 90s. You know, to the James Kickstra case, where hatred in Canada was defined. And uh, there are uh, there are definitions for terror groups as well, and there are others that can easily uh, make this list. Uh, for example, Adamwaffen, uh, which is another very violent group that started in Germany and uh, spread to the United States and other places. And interestingly enough, John, uh, we know that uh, there's at least one member of Adamwaffen being trained by the Canadian military, by the Canadian military's own uh, intelligence group. So. There's lots going on here, and it, 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 it's a time that uh, far exceeds anything that we knew even 10 or 15 years ago. Well, all right, if it exceeds that, because of, I guess social media has uh, stoked yeah. all of this as well, uh, how would you assess their presence in Canada? Their presence is, I, I think, a lot higher than people would even want to imagine. So Dr. Barbara Perry, who's probably the top academic on hate group research with the Ontario Technical University in Oshawa, um, has written about this in his research. And she estimates that in 2015, there were 100 known uh, neo-Nazi and white supremacist groups. And today she estimates that that has now grown three times to 300 such groups. Uh, not all of them are large. Many of them are small, and, uh, you know, we don't have to worry about them. But there are quite a number that are violent, uh, that are uh, racist in orientation, and uh, and have to be watched. And, and the fact is that, you know, CSIS fell down on the job a little bit after the demise of the, the last uh, neo-Nazi outrage, and that was the Heritage Front, thinking it was all under control. But this stuff always remains deeply buried. It's now rising again, and, and the kind of people that we're seeing being attracted are not the skinheads of yesterday. 
there are college students, there are accountants, there are lawyers. Um, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different set, and populism is, is, a, is a new wave, and these groups are, are gaining adherence, and it's, uh, it's a very dangerous time. Well, you know, it's interesting because I'm reading a quote uh, that you said these uh, extremely violent neo-Nazi organizations, uh, you hoped other far-right groups would be criminalized as well. And I worried because I'm wondering where we draw a line or if, you know, uh, two people meet in somebody's basement and, you know, one day or one weekend they belong, the next weekend they're with somebody else, it's rather fluid. I mean, it's like playing whack-a-mole. No, it, it, is, it is like playing whack-a-mole. That's why I said it is, it is complex. But I think with these two groups that have just been placed on the terror watch list, uh, we, we know kind of what the criteria is going to be. And the criteria, uh, from what I can see, is uh, groups that have been that have committed violence, that have been charged and found guilty of committing racist violence. That seems to be the criteria, and, and that's not a, a, a pad bar to make the criteria. Uh, and and my, my guess is that there are many now working in, in government and in intelligence agencies uh, to scope this a little bit more finely, because uh, you know, we do live in a free and democratic society, and we do have the right, believe it or not, to hate. We don't have the right to act on it in a way that's going to put uh, other groups in peril. Um, so we have to find that fine balance, and I think it's going to be a process to do that. Again, with Bernie Farber, he's the chair of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, uh, with the news that for the first time uh, the government's placed right-wing extremist groups on their list of outlawed terrorist organizations, Blood and Honor and Combat 18 are two such groups, you know, Bernie, I'm kind of curious because, uh, you know, again, you talk about uh, we still have the right to express certain things, but not to incite the violence that a tenant to hate and so on. And so uh, because, uh, you know, just a couple of weekends ago at Queen's Park, uh, and this was contentious. It's always contentious. It seems now for a number of years, the Al-Quds Day rally. And yep. uh, there are some people on occasion flying Hezbollah flags or, you know, banners from certain groups. Because I noticed the government also today placed three Shia militant groups supported by Iran on the list. Yes, they did. Uh, you know, when it comes to these kinds of demonstrations, how do we operate? How do we handle them? Well, we have law. We have Section 319 of the Criminal Code, which makes it a criminally indictable offense to knowingly and willfully promote hatred against identifiable groups. And that's exactly how you have to operate. And, and if during the al Quds uh, rally... Uh, there, there were uh, anti-Semitic expressions, which, and I wasn't there, but I have been told there were, and I've seen examples of it. That needs to be investigated by police. I'm hoping that police were there and have taken information and, and do the proper investigation. And John, it's a high bar. I mean, to lay these charges, you first of all have to investigate, and then you have to decide to go ahead with charges, and then you have to get the permission of the uh, sitting provincial attorney general in order to go ahead with the prosecution. It's not easy, and that's why there have there've only literally been a handful of these charges over the last 25 years or so. The last one, very famously, of course, was the Your Ward News case, uh, in which James Sears was found guilty uh, of uh, promoting hatred and will be sentenced in a couple of weeks. So it's the- This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it... <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. There is law. The law works and it has to be applied. Otherwise, it's useless. 
I've got to ask you about something else that just came to my attention about uh, the last hour or so. I was noticing on a CBC website uh, there was a Dyke March uh, dust-up in the Eaton Centre, or during the Dyke March, which yep. uh, organizers suggest that this was sort of uh, the raison d'etre for it, with two groups that uh, there's a violent uh, confrontation, started outside the Eaton Centre, went inside the Eaton Centre on Saturday, and uh, a group called... Pegida Canada describes itself as Patriots of Canada against the Islamization of the West. They were planning a courthouse, uh, a protest at the courthouse on University Avenue uh, with the Yellow Vest movement. And uh, then I guess some people confronted them. And that's what started all of this. The fight. Yeah. Well, let's be clear. Uh, Pegida, uh, the Yellow Vest movement are deeply racist, Islamophobic groups uh, within the LFS movement, we have seen actual threats against the Prime Minister of Canada, against police officers, against journalists. Um, these are highly problematic groups, uh, and they got into a dust-up with anti-fascists on the, on, on the very left. Um, and this is, this is bound to happen when you have a sort of mixture of, of hate and passion. Uh, there, there are going to be fights. Now, I wasn't there, and I can't say, you know, who started what. But I'm not surprised. We saw a very similar situation in Hamilton uh, just a week before, in which we do know for a fact that uh, racist groups were the ones that that started the, the, the fighting. And by the way, I think this is not new, but we're going to see much more of it. We've seen uh, Muslims here in Canada actually attacked on the streets. Uh, you remember the news reports of a Muslim family that were attacked uh, out by the uh, ferries just about a year or so ago. This is going to continue. We, we, we had an Islamophobe walk into a Canadian mosque and murder six Muslims. We had a, a neo-Nazi walk into a synagogue in Pittsburgh and murder 11 Jews. This is a terrible time. It's moved from violent, hateful words to violent, hateful actions. And that's 2019. Yeah, you know, I mean, but here's where I get uh, somewhat confused or conflicted. I mean, you cite Antifa, uh, you know, or the anarchists in Hamilton, I guess, about a year ago. They're not all Simon Pure either. In many cases, they're the instigators, would you not say? I, I would say that in many cases, fights start on both sides for, for sure. Uh, bear in mind that the anti-fascists, so-called Antifa, are, are, are dealing with, in their view, you know, racists and bigots. There is never a call for violence, and it's you know I, I I have to believe there are better ways to work things out in this world than to use your fists and and clubs. There must be otherwise we're lost. All right, uh, and just because they brand themselves anti-fascists, I mean sometimes when you're trying to shut down a group expressing itself legitimately, I don't know. Uh, I'm not citing any specific group, but there are occasions, and we've seen this play out at colleges and universities, stateside primarily. I'm wondering who the fascists are sometimes. This is why I'm confused well, and conflicted. Uh, yeah, it, it's a confusing thing, but I can tell you that mostly the, the groups that we are seeing out there on, on, on the pride parades, uh, picketing, are the homophobes and the racists and, and the bigots, and they aren't good people. There's no way they are not good people. All right. Bernie, okay. I appreciate your weighing in this afternoon and uh, putting this all into perspective. Thanks for your time, as always. Thanks, John. Be well. You got it. Bernie Farber, he's the chair of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 